There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Dope Black Podcast. I'm Marcus Ramtahal and you are listening to the Dope Black Dads podcast and once again I have the pleasure of having all the musicians. I love having the musicians, they're fantastic to interview uh, and I'm joined by Birmingham grime artist Daps on the map. How you doing? Yes, I'm good bro man, I'm good man. How are you Marcus? You good? I'm very, very well. Can't complain, can't complain yeah. and very excited to, uh, to get into our discussions today, particularly with your, your new album coming out as well. So. Uh, just before we got onto the pod, you um, you were putting your, your youngest to sleep, right? I, I yeah. saw you carrying her out the car. <laughs> it was perfect timing, isn't it? Like, as soon as I get on the, a Zoom call, I have to take my little one out and put her to bed. But yeah, what, what, it, what it is, is my oldest, because I've got, I've got three, so I've got two girls and one boy. And the oldest, she's a girl and she's and she doesn't live with me, so... On Sunday, it's her birthday on Sunday, so she's going to be with her mom in London, with her friends, buying clothes and having her girls, like, day of it, so to speak. So I said to her, I said to her mom that I want to see her today and I want to see her on Friday and Saturday as much as I can, basically, like, to kind of cram in that birthday week, you know what I mean? So we decided to go for a meal today, me, kids, partner, we went for a meal just to celebrate her really and truly so the meal was amazing and I knew that I was or wasn't going to be in time that's where we had to just push it slightly back because I had to come home and get them to bed and yeah well, all, all good I mean uh, over two are just chilling if there's anything uh, we we stick by at the Dope Black Dads family it's about uh, making mm-hmm. that time for our little ones and, and making sure yeah, we're there man. for them so uh, fully appreciate yeah, that it was lovely to see you putting her to bed um, <laughs> and you mentioned you, you've got three kids uh, and yeah, I, three. I opened up introducing you talking about your, your new album Landed which is out on the 28th of October um, mm-hmm. so for anybody who doesn't know Daps OTM Daps on the map mm-hmm. tell me a bit about or tell our listeners a bit about kind of who you are, what your music's about, and what the background to, to all your music is as well. Mm-hmm. So, my name is Daps on the Map, and the On the Map came from just wanting to be different from all the other Dapses that are out there. There's a lot of Dapses. You probably know another Daps that's not me. You know what I mean? Like, there's millions of Dapses out there, and I just wanted to be uh, recognised recognized for my art, recognized for my talent and recognized for being on the map. So the music I make is, uh, I would say 140, Ryan, but I also sing. So we have the R&B element as well. So I've kind of fused the, and the grime music that I make some like more mature grime music. It's not necessarily, I feel like grime split into so many different avenues. You've got like car, traveling grime so to speak where it's like it's mature subjects and it's of of a relatable issue and then you have the the hype and the gas side of the grime side so like the the rave scene the reloads the the pirate radio sets all of that and i feel like mine kind of stems over in the the motorway car drive the, the the relatable listen the situations that i'm talking about is what people my age and slightly younger are going through. So uh, I've decided to fuse my sound and call it Grime and B. 
subscribe and R&B put together because sometimes I will sing and just sing all the way through. You know what I mean? Like I won't rap, I won't MC at all. I'll just sing all the way through. So yeah, my, I, I, I've embraced my sound and my sound's grime and B and that's what I'm, yeah. Awesome. So and that's what I do. where did the, the R&B influence come from? I would say my parents, my mom, my mom especially, she used to listen to, she used to listen to all of the R&B jams and she, when she used to, uh, she used to go shopping in Asda, uh, where I, where I used to live when I was a little boy growing up in Perry Bar in Birmingham, she used to go to, uh, the one stop and she would just leave me to go straight to the CD section and she would just do her shopping. And when she's finished her shopping, she'd come and look for me in the CD section. She knew I was there. And I was always saying, Mom, can I get this new CD? Whenever she come back, Mom, can I get this CD? Can I get this CD? So that ranged from, at the time, Fuji's, Craig, Fuji's, uh, what was it? What was the album called? The Score, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Craig David, uh, what was Born To Do It? Yes. Uh, R- they had R&B compilations back then. So they had pure R&B, if you can remember that. Oh, I remember, yeah. Bro, I had all of them, bro. I had all <laughs> of them, so. I grew up on that. That's that's what I grew up on, and it's a bit it's a bit strange that I grew up on Lauren Hill and Craig David, who sing and rap. You know, what I mean, both of them sing and rap. Yeah. And I feel like they played a big influence and a big part in my artistry because I was singing along with them, and I was also trying to rap along with them as well. So, yeah, that's where the the R and B side came from. That really and truly, I'll say my mom. Nice and the big big records, aren't they? That, that Fuji's album, the score is just uh, uh, big imprints on my childhood, bro. Big imprints. And obviously, what you know, taking music to to the levels you've taken it now. In fact, talking about kind of influences and and other sounds, um, I saw the track you got you did with UB40. Like UB40 for me growing up was. It was the sort of thing, every party I went to, go to my uncle's house, go to my aunt's house, everyone had a UB40 CD. And that was the jam. That was like, everyone was dancing to all the UB40 tracks. Yeah. Um, So that must have been a huge moment. Yeah, big accomplishment. A big accomplishment for myself. Uh, Kingston Town. It's one of my favourite UB40 songs, if not the best one that I've ever heard growing up. And I always used to love that song. I've got it on my, I've got it on my Apple uh, music as as a safe song like so I bought it you know what I mean so to do a tune with them years later meet them personally do a video with them reason with them they respect me as an artist it's one for the bucket list and you can't write this you know what I mean like this is it's special man it's special so I was very 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 honoured by the opportunity to to work with Birmingham legends you know what I mean like like the likes of myself and JK and Mist and the names go on. We're the new guys now, but they are their foundation. You know what I mean? Their foundation of Birmingham. So yeah, it was an honor. It was an honor doing that song. And also in conjunction with Commonwealth Games as well, they came to Birmingham. So yeah, bro, like it's good, man. Good. That was a good day at the office, bro. I can't, I can't <laughs> lie. That's a good day. I'll bet. I'll bet that was mm. a good day at the office. Um, mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of sw- segueing on actually to um, I watched your, your TED talk during the week uh, or kind of TED performance slash talk yeah. where you talked about kind of um, your your journey after selling out the O2 and uh, going to all these different labels that were now interested. Um, mm. And you mentioned a couple of times about your art and it being respected. Um, mm-hmm. And here we are, you've got the new album coming out. So what's your journey been like in that side of, of music, kind of the business side and getting to the point where this record's coming out next week? I'm still learning, bro. I realise that I feel, I feel me personally, uh, with the current wave of music that's out now and with the artists that are out now, I feel like my rec- my records can stand toe-to-toe with with the best of them in the UK, I, I, I truly believe that. But that's musically, artistically, business savvy, understanding the industry. Doing this album has made me realize that there's levels to the level. Doing this album has made me realize that I am actually at the intermediate stage. I've still got so much things to learn. I didn't understand that you have to have your album ready four months before if you want to have 
out if you want to have vinyls out at the same time i didn't know that bro like it's just something that i didn't know i didn't know that hmv do a tour a signing in-store signing tour across the uk but you also have to have your vinyls secure i didn't know that i didn't know that they wouldn't they wouldn't do the tour with you if you don't have your vinyls secure i didn't know that so much so much so much learning uh you want the charger on. so much learning in this game that I didn't know and I'm learning as we go along. Uh, organizing events, organizing listening parties in different cities. Again, challenge for myself, just never done that before. Hard copy CDs, making sure that they're all pressed up and paid for and it, it's a lot bro, it's a lot. To be fair, if I'm gonna be honest with you bro, I'm an honest person so I'll be honest with you. I, I really struggled today bro. I had a bad day at the office but it turned into a good day. Like. I just felt defeated. I felt like the album's coming out in just over a week and so much things still need to be done in mine and my manager's checklist. Uh, so much people that I fully uh, believe in and love just didn't feel like the support was coming back my way. And a few people let me down today as well. I came back and said, nah, we can't do this, we can't do that. And I just felt defeated, bro. And at first, I was really angry and frustrated by it. And then, oh, sorry, I went to the park and I just had a little sub, bro. Uh, I, I haven't cried in years, bro, but I, I shed a few tears today, man, because I just felt like as as well as my career looks like it's going, as it looks like it's going, it's still a perception, bro. And it's a perception, bro, and bills in real life need to be paid. You know what I mean? Lifestyle in real life needs to be maintained. And... I felt like I was struggling, bro. And I shed two tears, bro, and I put my head up. And I, when I put my head up, my manager was right in front of me. He was he was on the phone to me while I was like, kind of having one of those moments. I was shouting, I was very upset, I was angry. I was down and I went to the park and I didn't realize that he knew where I was because he could see in the background where I was. And as I put my head up, he was there, bro. I just cried in his arms, bro, like a little baby, bro. He's crazy, bro. He's saying, it's all right, man, that's right. It's all right, bro. It's all right, fam. It's all right, fam. So as as well as it looks, bro, as well as it looks to the to the to the public, you know what I mean? Behind the scenes, bro. Today I, I struggled today, bro. And now I feel I feel so much better. I feel like I feel like I needed to do that, bro. I feel like I needed to like like release, so to speak, because I'm bottling all of these emotions up in my head. And I'm trying to be the pilot to my family. The, the captain of the of, of the of the plane, not of the ship, of the plane. You know what I mean? I'm, tr I'm trying to land the plane safely and going through mad turbulence, bro. Like, mad turbulence day by day. And today I nearly crashed the plane, but I managed to land it safely and got the passengers off and we, we, we move on, we, 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 we go again. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's not easy, bro. It's not easy. I feel like God giving me the strength and the willing uh, my next album will be amazing. Like, not just musically. I feel like I've clocked that level years ago. Business savvy, artistic savvy, understanding industry savvy. You know what I mean? I'll be better next time around. As as, as good as this one will do, because I believe that this is definitely my best body of work. And I believe that my fans will ride for me on this. And I believe that uh, people who have heard of me in the industry, if they just take time out, Give me 40 minutes, it's 40 minutes long, the album is. Give me 40 minutes of your time. I believe that I could turn any non-believer into a believer. But my second album will be amazing due to the fact of, of it being a learning curve and me just learning learning the game as, as I'm going along. You know what I mean? I, I felt like I was someone who knew it all. As in, cause, cause I'm, cause I feel like, cause no, cause I am good. Cause I am good musically. I felt like I knew it all and you don't bro. And uh, this album's humbled me, bro. And it's made me more excited for the next one because I'm going to have a better stab at it. But away from that, musically, this one's a strong project, bro. And to answer your question, how's it been? <laughs> yeah, it's been a bit it's been a bit of a roller coaster, so to speak. Definitely yeah. been a plane journey. Definitely had some turbulence, bro. 100% we had some turbulence and we had we had a few bumpy rides, but we landing, we landing even said way, but we landing, bro, so... Yeah. But then uh, I think that's great that you're you're recognizing 
those learning opportunities, but also sharing the fact that, hey, do you know what? This this industry isn't, it's not easy. There yeah, are just at the, at the kind of peaks that you might be experiencing, there are some real challenges. Yeah. It's and, not real. Um, I can completely yes. uh, resonate with that as well. Um, very expensive as well, family. Like tomorrow, I've got to come to London, bro. Like, so, like, how am I doing that? Am I doing that by train? Am I doing that by car? Like, these things have to be paid for one way or the other, bro. You know what I mean? And no one isn't going to pay for it for me. Yeah, we'll pay your travel. Yeah, we'll pay this. We'll pay that. No, bro. This is part of your promo run. You've got to go. And that's it. Make sure you've got the money because you've got to go. What if I don't have the money, though? What if, what if I don't have it? Like, what if I don't have that, what, 70 to 100 pounds for that day to make sure that that day runs out because I've spent my money on my daughter's birthday or I've made sure that my son's football classes are continuing or of my daughter's nursery or the, the bills for the house. Like, what, what if I don't have that 100 pounds to go to London? Then that's on the map suffers. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's hard, bro. It's not easy, bro. It's not easy, especially when you when you're consciously, deliberately, not doing certain things to make money. When you're when you're when you're truthfully deciding to do it the honest way and make an honest living of yourself, even when you're faced with so much temptation to go the other way. So it's not it's not easy, bro. It's very very hard. I'm just trying to be a role model. You know what I mean? And the as my oldest is 13 on Sunday, like she's fully aware of, of of life to the level that she needs to know. And she's watching me, bro. So I have to set an example to her. My son worships the ground I walk on. I have to set an example. And I have to set an example from so it's hard, bro. It's hard. It could be easier. I could make it easier, but I wouldn't be honest in myself. I wouldn't be doing myself a justice. So. And when you, we talk about kind of being honest to yourself in terms of your art and your creativity, and you mentioned now you're learning a lot more about the industry and, and what it takes, how do you temper the the idea that, well, actually, I know this is going to make a lot of money, but also I know this is what I want to do musically and this is what I want to do artistically. How do you maintain that focus to just keep on that path? I've struggled as of late, fam, but I just believe I'm a God-fearing person, fam, and, I, and I, I, I like to stay prayed up. And as of lately, I haven't spoken to him in about um, about a good week, week and a half, probably two weeks. Like, spoke to him properly. It's just been wishy-washy talking to him. And it's not, I haven't took my time out to talk to him like how I would, like how I should. And I feel like it's, I feel like, I feel like being prayed up is like having petrol in your tank. And you can roll can roam around on empty but eventually bro you're gonna come to a standstill and I feel like I haven't topped myself up in ages in ages so that is the secret really and truly that's the secret to it man staying prayed up having that faith to know that you can persevere through the hard times but you can't do it alone you know what I mean one man never built an island you know what I mean and I feel like I need him and I it's shame on me because I haven't spoken to him. You know what I mean? When I when I stay close to him, I get anything I want, everything I want, things that people won't, can't even believe. Like, swear down, you got that. Yeah, yeah swear down, you choose our feet. Like, oh, yeah, 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 swear down. What? Yeah, because Mez is prayed up. But when I'm not, like, I feel like I leave room for the devil to come in, bro. And that's how I feel anyway. Each of their own. Some people don't yeah, believe, yeah. Like, some people don't believe. Like, I don't, I don't know how, but they don't. You know what I mean? So... Just no, it's based on my, um, on my experience, fam, I just have to stay strong and stay close to him, fam, because I, he, he guides me through, man. I, let, I decided to leave work in 2009 and say, you know, I want to follow this dream. I want to follow this passion. My daughter was two months old at the time. Now she's 13 on Sunday, bro. Like, it's 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 a, it's a, it's a long trek that I've withstanded to do this and I've gone, gone months, years without money. And then I've gone some months with so much money I don't, don't even know what to do with it and I've spent it carelessly and like I've, I've really gone through the game bro really gone through the game so I've got to stay prayed up bro I've got to stay yeah. prayed up yeah yeah and, um, so much of what you're saying like just reminds you of kind of my my journey through there you go the, the, the media industry and, and yeah man those those moments and 
Um, yeah, I, I get a lot from from going to church and having that time uh, to pray and, and be around other people who have got that kind of same yeah, feeling wicked, around you. Wicked, uh, wicked. And that, that love and kind of everybody wanting people to do well around them as well and supporting wicked. each other and celebrating each other. It's really, really important for us. Um, so you, you mentioned as well, you've got your, your three kids, you know, looking up to you, idolizing you. I had, um, who did I have recently? Pierce Freelon on the pod uh, as a Grammy nominated musician, children's music artist. Wicked, and, um, wicked. I was saying to him, you know, cause I'm a musician as well and a performer as well. And I said, how do your kids, and the same question for you, how do your kids feel, understand what your work is? Because it's not the most common kind of, yeah, this is what my dad does. Um, yeah. Do they get it? Like, do they like yeah, it? Because to be fair, like, my, my 10-year-old absolutely should, should put, rolls herself into a ball as soon as someone recognises me. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, how it works is, like, my, my oldest is... She was on a song with me when she was five. I've done a song called, I've done a tune called Murder, believe it or not. And I put my daughter on the song and I was really uh, reluctant to release the song because the song's called Murder and you've got your daughter on there. Like, what are you talking about? Like, murder. But the song's all about killing it, so to speak. Like, killing your goals, hitting your targets, smashing it, kill it, bro. Like, absolutely kill it out of the park. And I put my daughter on there. And she had a little 16, she had a 16 bar. I, I wrote it and she, he started, Daddy told me what to say. Daddy told me what to say. But uh, she's performed at the O2 Academy when I done my headline show, she performed and dirtiest reload I've ever seen, witnessed in my life, bro. Like I've, ne- I've never got a reload like that before in my life, bro. So she's accustomed to it. And then my son, who's six, he's followed suit and even even the other day, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, uh, I just put out uh, my latest single, Give Thanks. And it was, it, it was playing on One Extra while I was in the car. Me me and my son and my youngest daughter, we was in the car and it was playing. I said, yo, Ishmael, look, listen to this now. And he was like, yo, daddy, you're getting really famous lately, aren't you? Yes, start to get famous now, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same song, the same song, I talk about him in the song. And I said, what do I say? Uh, How can Ishmael's dad be a loser? That's one nightmare like Freddy Krueger. And he heard that on radio and he's like, oh, oh, man, dad, you just say my name. And my name's just getting called on radio. Same tunes on FIFA now. And he's, he's a footballer. Like, he, he, he could be the next Jude Bellingham, bro. If, I, I kid you not, bro. Like, he's, he's, he's amazing. Much better than I was when I was that age. Got called up, got called up from blues as well. He's going to... Take, wow. his first lesson, take his first lesson on Friday. I'm I'm nervous, but so excited for my little champs. You know what I mean? So he's, he's if he stays on that, but he's already he's already made, but he's gone. You know what I mean? And I say, what do I say? I say, how can Ishmael's dad be a loser? And when he's playing FIFA, he can hear that. And I, I feel like that's the biggest win of my career so far. Like it's the biggest win. Like that that I, is I, huge. I, I didn't write it with the intention. I wrote the song in January. I got the call up from FIFA in June. So. Like, I didn't write that song with the intention of, oh, yeah, this is going to go on FIFA. Wicked. Let me talk about my son. If that was the case, I would have talked about all my kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I was just I was just saying, yo, how, like, yo, Ishmael's dad can't be a loser. Bro. I'd be mad. Like, how? Bro? Like, no way. Because he's definitely not a loser. You know what I mean? That that little boy is a star. So I was like, yo, how, I made him. How can Ishmael's dad be a loser? I put it, I put it on wax. Now it's on FIFA. He's playing his game. He can hear it. So it's the biggest win that I've ever done in my life. I, I'm surprised I didn't cry when he showed, he showed me, yo, daddy, come upstairs, come upstairs, come upstairs. I, I found it, I found it, I found it, playing the tune. Oh, wow. And I just hear it. How can you show that to your loser? I was like, oh, my life. Forget about it, fam. So, yeah, like, they they, they know what it is. And don't forget my, my, my partner as well. She's a musician as well. So she's a singer. She's a heavyweight singer. So... They're surrounded by it. They know what time it is. You know what I mean? They know what time it is. Oh, that's, that must be so cool. Particularly, at, you know, FIFA is such a big thing. Um, I, you know, I, I remember FIFA 96 was one of the first yeah, computer games man. I ever had. Yeah, man. Um, obviously, the game's yeah, improved man. a lot more since then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, converted, I converted. I was a pro Evo man at first. And I converted... 
That was an ISS Pro first. Then oh I gosh, I remember that. Then I, then I moved to Pro Evo. And then I think it was FIFA 12. FIFA 12. Uh, my friends, so you got Scorps, you got Chopper, Hecky, they was like, bro, you gotta come off Pro, fam. It's not a Pro Evo thing no more, fam. It's a FIFA thing. And since FIFA 12, I ain't looked back, bro. I agreed with them, yeah, you're right. And I've got lyrics, I've got lyrics in 2013, uh, uh, playing FIFA 13, thinking what I'm on, on in 013, I took Grand Serious in 09. Like, I, I said, I said this in, FIFA, in, in 2013, bro, and 10 years later, 2023 or 22, I'm on FIFA 23. So it's, uh, honest, honestly, God, bro, it's definitely, I would say, the biggest achievement of my career so far, especially as I'm a football man anyway. It's like, like what else do I need? All that probably like a, I don't know, something to do with Arsenal. That's the only thing that could top it really and you know, truly, you know what I mean? The uh, talk about kind of weird and wonderful, what else could there be? The one thing, and that's funny enough, I'm now gonna set this um, recorded forever for the whole world. Uh, one of my kind of secret goals I've always had is, mm. you know, on TV now and done a bit of work, nothing compared to like some of the guys I work with. Mm. Um, but you know, they do that uh, UNICEF charity football game and they're doing England versus the rest of the world. You played? I'd love to play oh, in that football match. I was about to say, bro, yo, you played? I thought, no, I thought you were No, no. I mean, they wouldn't have me anyway because I think, I know um, they had Oli Mers once and they said he was like close to being pro. So I think all these guys are actually Ooh. pretty decent still. Um, yeah. what, what are you saying at football? You're good. Nah, no, I, I literally, so I um, I loved it. I used to get to school at eight in the morning just to play football with my yeah, friends, yeah, play football at lunchtime. Same here, bro. Walk home. It was an hour walk home. It used to take me over two and a half hours to get home because we'd just stop at the park, play football, just yeah, any time, yeah. kick a ball. And yeah. then every weekend, kicking a ball. Yeah, man. But, um, so I loved yeah. it, but I, um, I went to school with a lot of good footballers and... Every year I tried out for the school team and every year I didn't get in. And I remember my last year of sixth form, I was like, this is it. This is my last chance to get into the school football team. Um, and yeah, just, I just wasn't good enough. I wasn't a good enough player. Um, Although after that, when I left school, I discovered rugby and I was pretty decent at that. I ended up okay. captaining my uni team for a while Straight and on. stuff okay. like that. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, you got physical um, on them from... But... Um, Obviously, you're mad about your football. I've seen in your uh, in your videos, you're wearing your Arsenal t Arsenal um, kit. So I mentioned this before we hit record. The Arteta project. We've got to make Arteta. <laughs> he knows exactly what we need. Come on, man, please don't stop me up. Please. <laughs> please. So, for the people who aren't watching this and only listening, I'm wearing my Liverpool shirt today. Liverpool are playing West Ham oh. today. Um, you lot done us a favour the other day, man. Big up yourselves, man. Big, big game. up yourselves. Big game. That was, that was a thriller <laughs> yeah, to watch. Um, but you know, so um, I don't know if it was season before or, or last, um, just last season, uh, a lot of my mates come from from Romford, so a lot of guys mm. from my end, uh, Arsenal fans. Arsenal man, yeah. And uh, like there was a game recently where Liverpool just all over Arsenal and just I mm-hmm. think it's about four 0 in the end really just mm-hmm. took them to town and I, I said to them I was meeting them in the cafe the next day so the thing is you've got to admire that this team for the entire 90 minutes they played out the back they played the way Arteta wanted to play and just have mm-hmm. some patience because actually like I can see he's trying to build something there I really was not expecting what has happened so far this season bro I've been watching Arsenal from pre-season this season I've been watching them from pre-season. I said to them, when I saw that we just let the ball slip and we was end, ended up being fifth and Tottenham got the fourth and I was like, oh, oh, I just want to hide away. I don't even want to show my face, bro. Like, I can't live like this, bro. This is horrible. I said to myself, you know what? I do believe in what Arteta is saying and I do trust him. And if the board give him some money and he spends it wisely with, the, with, with those new additions, we could not only get top four, but we could creep on the doors of Man City, of Liverpool's, of you name it. When we played Man City last season, we lost 2-1 and they scored in the 94th minute. 
and we played better than them and Guardiola said, yo, the best team lost today. You know what I mean? And I was like, rah, I've seen us against the champions. I've seen us against them. And I said, you know what? Just next season, if we get the signings, if we get those right players, we will be on smoke. What happened? I started watching him in pre-season. We bought Fabio Vieira. I didn't know him. Who's that? 35 million. Who's that? Portuguese. Who's that? Didn't know him. Baller. We bought, uh, we brought back Saliba. So Saliba was on loan for two seasons. Uh, I follow a lot of Arsenal channels and everyone's screaming that Saliba's going to be the best thing since sliced bread and he's the golden boy and he's just won young player of the season for France and wait, wait until he comes back and I was like all right cool I've never seen him play so I'll give him I'll give him time of day he came he's been amazing Zinchenko Jesus two players that have won the premiership four times in the last five years bro. they've won the premiership <laughs> four times in the last five years they know about winning that is one thing that I know they know about winning because they've won the, they've lifted it up Four times in the last five years. Come on. So, with all those additions to the squad, this is why we are doing what we are doing. Because we was one point off fifth. One point off fifth. Lost our first three games. Embarrassment. Nine goals conceded. No goals scored. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it. And this season, we got this. We got we got the recruitment right. And I was watching them from preseason. And I watched. We had four games. Four to five games in pre-season and we never lost one. I was like, whoa, okay, okay. Bearing in mind when we played last season, we played Rangers, we played a few other teams and we lost and we drawed and it was it was just it was just scruffy, it was a mess. This season we never lost. So I was like, you know, all right, cool, we can't we can't really count pre-season, so to speak, even though we beat the likes of Chelsea 4-0, we beat mm. the likes of Sevilla 6-0. You know what I mean? And we're going on, we're going, we're putting out so much smoke. But as I said, pre-season, we won't judge it, yeah? Bro, we've had 10 games after that in the Premiership and lost one. We've had about 14 games in all competitions due to Europa League, whatnot, whatnot. We've lost one game, bro. One. And I... Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I feel like we played better than them. I feel like they beat us on the counter-attack and they caught us slipping on the counter-attack, but we actually played better than them that game. And if Mar- Martinelli had scored the first goal, if that goal had been not been chalked off, then it would have been a whole different scenario. So, you're asking me, bro, about Arteta and about Arsenal. Fam, I believe that we are the team to beat. I know Haaland is an absolute monster. He but is I, tearing I be- it up. But I believe, as a team, we are the team to beat right now. When I was watching against Yuzla uh, last week, well, not last week, the week before, yeah. I was watching Yuzla. And the second half, we pretty much destroyed you guys based on stamina from, just based on, these guys are 22 and 23 and 24 years old, bro. Their engine is yeah. for days, their tank, it's, bro, it's, it's unlimited. 
um, you made you... about your, your experienced players, people have won things. I think that's Come definitely on, what was missing before. Come on, um, um, Do you think all the way? Do you think Arsenal could do it? Ew, I just want to see. We've got Chelsea November the 6th, and then the Man City game was supposed to be today, but it's been uh, uh, postponed and it's been rescheduled. We've played three of the we've played three of the five already, and we've got two out of three. Beat Tottenham, we beat Liverpool. Two Liverpool won. All right, bro, I am proud of that because, as you rightfully said, season after season, user up game was that work. My brother's a Liverpool fan, and he's always looked at me like, "Arsenal, why well, use that? Use that rubbish? Man, slap you up. This and that. This and that. Deal with you bad. Deal with you bad. All right, cool." Different time now. It's a new day, bro. It's a new day. And you that had your time. You know what I mean? Like four seasons ago, when you that was playing Real Madrid and playing uh, like in the final of the Champions League, like all of those kind of things, Klopp came in and revamped your whole situation. Went from Europa League to Champions League winners. So it can be done. Yeah, and, yeah, 100%. And, I mean, I'm old enough to, um, we'd, again, same set of friends we were talking, like that that year we won the league after 30 years, um, we were saying, you know, all the younger people around us are like, oh yeah, everyone's a Liverpool fan now. And no one knows what it was like to be a Liverpool fan for the course, last 30 years. Course, <laughs> like, course, I was, course, I was you know, they talk, the Klopp's thing was doubters into believers. And yeah. I was very much like, I'm a Liverpool fan, that's my cross to bear. I actually don't expect we'll ever win anything again, but that's yeah, my team. Yeah. And then kind of fast forward to seven years under Klopp, and like, oh, okay, like we're consistently contending, we're consistently winning silverware. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. imagined this. Um, and I'll say what's great as well with, with what Arteta's doing, not just winning games, but playing some really lovely football. Um, final thought on Arsenal and the Arteta project. Yeah, best on. bit of business he's done. In or out? <laughs> Odegaard coming into the team has been amazing. Oh, he's been great. Odegaard coming into the team has been like a whole, oh, mate. Such it, an intelligent player. Odegaard, uh, Martinelli never came through Arteta, I don't think. Did he come through Arteta? I don't no, think he didn't. so, no. no he didn't. But he's he had didn't. a transformation, though. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to say, me personally, I'm gonna say Saliba, bro. I feel like Saliba coming back from France. Everyone wants to say Jesus because Jesus is like he's doing what no one's done since Alex, uh, since uh, Alex, Alexis Sanchez. You know what I mean? Like he's really carrying the team up front. But Saliba's carrying the team at the back, bro. And he's 21. He's 21. He's coming up against big men. He's coming yeah. up against serious strikers in this league. And he's just calm, composed. It's like it's like he's like he's been here forever, fam. We call him the Rolls Royce. I get it. Du, 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 du. <laughs> Listen, bro, we're going for it, man. We're going for it. We're going for it. We're going for it. So you never we're know. Going for it. You, you could you could one day find yourself playing in some sort of showcase Arsenal game. You know, you Ian Wright, um, Alan Smith. I don't, I don't know how I deal with that, bro. I saw Robbie from AFTV the other day, and then he had a heart attack, bro. So I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I deal with Ian Wright, bro. I don't know how I would deal with that, bro. I'm serious, bro. Serious, because I, mean, I, su- I supported Arsenal because of him. I supported Arsenal in 1996, bro. Yeah, because of Ian Wright and because of Tony Adams, like because of those kind of men. So I don't know what I would do if I seen Ian Wright, bro. I don't know what I would do, bro. I'd have imagine, to imagine ha- he might he might have a new album when it comes out. I would have to know in advance that he's going to be there. You couldn't surprise me with him. I'd cry, bro. Just longer. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not an Arsenal fan, but um, yeah, I think too much right, it's just... Um, and, and I'm not even going to talk about the main, main man. I'm not even going to mention his name, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to mention the Vava Vroom because then now, now you know what I mean? Like heart problems, we have to have to have a doctor present and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> bloody heck, bro. So, yeah, man, that's my team, bro. That's my team for thick and thin. I'm from Birmingham. I live in Birmingham. I'm a Brummy. Birmingham until I die. Villa, the Villa ground was so close to my house that when they scored, you could hear it in my in my back garden. And wow! I was still, and I was still an Arsenal fan. So yeah, 
and, and seeing your kids are Arsenal fans as well. Yeah, by by default, my son's trying to talk some Liverpool smack, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here for it. <laughs> it's too late now. He's immortalised on video in an Arsenal shirt. I told him. I said I'll disown him, bro. Do you keep going on with yourself, bro? I'll disown you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my, my girls aren't interested in football at all so his like mom, his mom's like, kissing her teeth but I'm serious but I stand by what I said <laughs> yeah I saw something on the internet the other day yeah. and it was some, some sort of meme that basically right. said like when you're when you're at six you choose a sports team to support yeah. for the rest of your life and it determines yeah. your mood for the rest yeah. of your life this one decision you made at six years old um, oh me. to be fair though to be fair he, I can, I can really see him becoming a footballer if he, if he wants to. He could be a footballer, and more than likely, he's gonna support whatever team he plays for. So, even though I've got Arsenal in my heart, and I would love him to be an Arsenal fan, if he got scouted by Tottenham, I'd want him to play for Tottenham, bro. You know what I mean? So that's big. That's yeah, big. That's, I'd, that's I'd a father's love there for yeah, anybody who's I'd, not understand this. This last ten minutes of football yeah. chat. This is a big statement. God, that's one more time. Just say it again. I love my son more than I love Arsenal. Just about, yeah. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I would let him. I would let him do his thing, man. He could do what he wants, man. He can support who he wants. The fact that he's following football on his own accord, and he said to me, "You know what, Daddy? I want to support Liverpool." And I was like, Liverpool, why, man? He was like, I like Mo Salah. I like his celebration. I like the way he scores and he does that thing. And he puts his, <laughs> I like it. I like it, daddy. And he's playing FIFA a lot. And FIFA's, he supports Arsenal for me, though. It's not, it's not, it's not for him. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but you still got to be in that top, bro. You, you, my video, you still got to be in that top, bro. I'll be trying to put on no Liverpool top of my video, bro. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's it now. You've 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 ruined him. He couldn't yeah. possibly change because everyone yeah, called him out on it. He's with me now. <laughs> He's with me, man. So it's like, we've gone for a massive segue about football. In fact, I absolutely loved. Um, but you know, the, the, the new album is coming out, uh, and I was talking about kind of your, your previous work, your TED talks, etc. And I, I noticed during your TED talk, you mentioned during uh, I think it was a Universal Records meeting or one of the labels you met. Um, had said, oh, we really like the fact that you don't swear in your songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so tell us about that. Obviously, like with, with rhyme and rap, like we're used to hearing um, kind of cursing and yeah. uh, people expressing themselves however they feel. Was that a conscious decision that you made? Actually, I'm not going to swear in my my records. Only because at first, like my like my parents and like they was all listening. Like my 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 mum especially didn't necessarily want me to do this because when I decided to make this decision, uh, my daughter was two months old. I had a nice job making probably like, I don't know, probably like two and a half grand a month. Like I was 21. Wow. <laughs> what What more do you want? You know what I mean? Because it was a, it was a uh, sales-based, sales incentive job and I was good on the phones. I was good at talking. You know what I mean? So I was killing it, bro, every week. There was some sort of incentive offered to me, whether it's time off work, holidays, uh, Nintendo Wii's. It was Nintendo Wii back then, Nintendo Wii's, TV's. Wow. You you name it, bro. Like everything was getting thrown at me because I was just so good on the phone. And my mom didn't really want me to leave that. You know what I mean? She could see that I was progressing as a as a son and she didn't want me to leave that. But I wasn't happy, bro. I was going into work with tears in my eyes. I asked my manager, please let me go part time. And she wasn't having none of it due to the fact of how valuable I was to the team. No chance, damn top seller. No chance. What What am I going to do if you go? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? No chance. You're not going part time. No chance. This is what she was on. And I was like, I'm not coming in then, Laura. Like, you, you're not you're not hearing me. Like, I'm so upset. Like, not me. I'm not me. And she was like, what? You're going to do music? One in a million, one in a lifetime opportunity. Oh, yeah. A thousand people do it. It's a mugs game. You're never gonna, you're never gonna succeed in it. And I'm not just saying that because, because you're a top seller. I'm saying that because you're not gonna succeed in it because it's just a once in a lifetime opportunity. No one gets it. I said, let me try and be that once in a lifetime guy. Then you know what I mean. And lo and behold, we're here. And it's crazy because my my manager, who my manager, she's a festival festival lover at the at the time. Uh, the, the, my boss, she was a mm. festival lover. And in 2000, and 
I think it was like three years after I left, she, she messaged me on Facebook. She goes, are you famous yet? And she knew what she was doing. She just killed me off, you know what I mean? Because she knew I wasn't and she knew I was still trying. But she messaged me saying, you famous yet? And I go, not yet. She goes, okay. And she didn't say anything to me. I never spoke to her since. And one day, Stormzy done a Glastonbury headline show and he decided to talk about all these artists that he's inspired by and that he respects and that he rates and he gave a long list of loads of names and lo and behold who did he say that's on the map and I know for a fact I could put my life on it I put my I put everything on it she heard that she was in the crowd she doesn't she didn't miss a Glastonbury fam she didn't miss a Glastonbury bro she didn't miss a while she didn't miss not any bro anything like that she ain't missing it bro yeah and I know she heard it bro and I said to myself yeah because because she's not in my world bro she wouldn't she wouldn't be listening to my music she wouldn't she wouldn't know but I know she didn't miss that yeah and I said to myself you know what there you go Laura I'll try to find her on, on Facebook I tried to find her afterwards and I I couldn't find her. She'd come off Facebook or change her details or whatever, but I just tried to find her and just say, yeah, I'm famous now, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, I don't, I don't even know why I told you that. I don't know. I don't even know if that answers your question, bro, but I feel like I needed to tell you that, bro. No, because, no, that, that's, that's yeah, great. Man, I mean, that's man. a proper clock moment as well. Doubters yeah, and believers. Come on, um, Definitely, bro. Definitely. It's interesting you saying about the influence of your parents with that. Um, I don't know if you've you've read or heard Will Smith's autobiography. He talks quite early on about how um, he was getting serious into rap from a young age um, and kind of put, investing everything into like getting the eight track and trying to do stuff and getting the crew together. And he was like, "Oh, I'm the only one taking this seriously." And he just was writing lyrics, writing lyrics, writing lyrics. And, oh, that um, was the question. That was the question that you asked me. Fam. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I love the segue. This is yeah, sorry, really, man. Uh, I know. I know what you asked me now, fam. But yeah, um, it's because it's because yeah. of my parents, Broski. But yeah, he he talked about his grandmother finding his book of lyrics with his go, curses bro. and stuff in, and then yeah. she just left him a note. Never spoke to him about it. Just left a note and said something like, "Dear Willard." Um, God has given you the gift of language. Be uh, be mindful about how you use it. And he said after oh, that, he was man. like. That's I wicked, fam. But yeah. my daughter, as well, as I said, my daughter, bro, she's listening to me, bro. And I, having a girl at a young age, bro, I was 21 when I had my daughter, bro. I was a baby myself. I didn't know about life. I didn't know about mortgages. I didn't know about <laughs> council tax. I didn't know about real love. Like, I didn't know about these things. Like, I'm a baby, bro. I'm a baby. I could just about have a drink in America. Just about. You know what I mean? I'm a baby, bro. Like, and I've had a and I've had a baby. A baby's had a baby. <laughs> and I having a girl changed me, bro. It changed me to the fact that I just wanted to be a bit more responsible. It changed me with my outlook towards women. I didn't want to disrespect women too much anymore because I've got one myself and I'm a strong believer of karma coming back around on my little daughter and me going to prison for it. You know what I mean? So I, <laughs> I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to set a good example. And because I'm actually a writer. Like, I actually write my stuff down, I'm, whether it's on my phone, whether it's in my head, then on my phone. I'm conscious of what I'm saying, bro. And I just feel like sometimes people swearing or, or using the N-word and it's just a bit lazy, bro. It's just lazy, bro. There's so many words in the dictionary that we can use and we choose to use that. And we choose to go and use that. Like, there's so many words, bro. Like, so, like, thesaurus, pick up a thesaurus. It will help you. It will change your whole vocabulary. You know what I mean? So, like, I just made a conscious decision not to really swear. I don't really swear. Anyway, I, 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 I swear in real life occasionally. If I can use another word, I'll use another word, bro. Like, it's not It's not that... I, I didn't, I've never seen the logic in just constantly having a radio edit and they can't understand what you're saying because you're <laughs> saying so much things that they're just having to bleep out everything you're saying. I never, I never really saw the... The joy in that role. So, yeah, I just decided I'm gonna cut down, and after a while, it just became second nature to not swear. And even even uh, at my son's football, he does football training on a Tuesday. So it was yeah yesterday. His manager, his boss, said to me, "Yeah, I checked. I checked you out yesterday, bro. Like, 
like contingency is my jam brother like i ain't gonna lie i've been listening to contingency for a couple of weeks now and i listened to it this morning and i realized yeah you don't swear at all in the song because you don't swear at all it goes like not even a little one like nothing i was like thanks for that man because i can play i can play your music in front of my son i listen to all type of rap music and sometimes i want to get my gigs on and i can't play gigs in the car in the morning on the school run because mm-hmm. my little son's gonna hear it and i can't have him going into class singing what i've just played him and i said that's my true bro and he goes where's you now i can pl- i can blast contingency to the max because i know you're not swearing and i can trust that you're not going to swear and I can play your music in front of my kids Thanks for that, bro. I really appreciate it. And I was like, oh, bro, I'm just looking at it like it's not like it's a minor, but it's not a minor. It's a major. Mm. It is yeah. a major. You know what I mean? It's a major, bro. That like, you can find the other words to say other than just. Gosh, I don't even want to say it, bro. But you can you can use so many different words, bro. It's not about. I don't know. I don't know. I only swear if I'm angry, or yeah, if I'm, I'm really, or if I'm really, or if I'm really passionate about something, or if I, or if I find something funny. Like, I'm not just going to swear for the fun of it. It's not, it's not, mm. it's not really that. You know what I mean? It's not really that. So, I'm, I, I, anything I do say, maybe give it an evidence, bro. So, I just make sure I say the right <laughs> thing. <isn't it? laughs> and you've talked about your, your kind of writing process and, yeah. and the message um, that, that your music has. And obviously, the tracks aren't out yet, the album hasn't dropped. Is there one song on the album in particular that you're like, actually, this is what. Daps on the map is about this is why I make music and like, I suppose lane. the one that most encapsulates you or you're most proud of. Memory Lane, 100%. Memory Lane is the most vulnerable track on the album. Memory Lane is that is the tune that made me really, really appreciate my own journey. Because in, in this game, bro, when, you, when you're at a level, uh, I can, all right, I can imagine, let's just change it into football terms, yeah? Say you're, you're, you're Brentford in the league, yeah? You're in the league, you're not going to get relegated, but you're not going to win the, you're not going to win the uh, Premiership either. And I can imagine the Brentford manager watching the top six teams and saying to himself, how can I get into that? What are they doing? What are they doing that we're not doing? How can we, as a team that has been promoted from the championship two years ago, how can we become a top six team? And sometimes they'll get battered by these top six teams <laughs> and feel like, oh, you know what? Can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. And I just feel like I had to, uh, I had to take a step out and look at myself and really appreciate my career, bro. Because over the years, man, I've been trying to hit the top six. I've been trying to, uh, get to the Dave level, the Stormzy level, the Skepta level, the, the the Bugsy Malone level. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was to the point where I felt like it was killing me. And I'm doing so much amazing things in the process, but I'm not recognizing it as amazing because I'm trying to, I'm looking at what they're doing. And because what they're doing is so mad, it's like what you're doing now is just yeah, it's a little man thing compared to what they're doing. <laughs> When really what you're doing is not a little man thing. What you're doing is still major, bro. Like, I don't know, advert with my nan, bro, in a Nissan car. Nissan, the, 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 the car that my dad used to drive when I was a little man. An orange Nissan and picked me and my brother up and we had to share the seat and put our seatbelts on and stay close together because we wasn't really allowed to do that. And that's all my dad had. They, that company shouted me and said, yo, we want you to do an advert with your nan and drive around and play your tunes to promote this new car that we've got because we, we're aiming for uh, OAPs and uh, we're aiming for the older market and we just wanted to see if you'd put your name in this car and we'll pay you X amount of life-changing money. So wasn't that a big thing? Like, like wasn't that what they would have got anyway? But you're not looking at it like that because... Yeah. It's, and, and, and I had to stop that from... I had to stop that because that was killing me as the artist. And I feel like Memory Lane is me talking about my career from start to finish. I've missed out a few things, but talking about the vast majority of my career. And at the end, I say, appreciate your own journey. I wish I realized that from early. If I had realized whilst I was going through the journey, hang on a minute, 
this is really happening. You're really doing it. You're smashing it, bro. Keep going, fam. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah, I would have been a millionaire by now. Facts. Just like them. But instead, I'm watching them and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm watching everybody else in the game. I'm just using them as examples because they was the heavy hitters at the time when I was in that mode. But like, bro, appreciate your own journey. Your journey is different. I've got three kids. None of them, man, I've got kids who I'm talking about. None of them. So I'm not even in their category anyway. We're in a whole different bracket, bro. Anyway, none of them names that I just said got kids, not one. Whereas me now, I got three. But I'm trying to compare myself to XYZ <laughs> and ABC. Why, bro? Why are you doing that? Like, like, why are you doing that? Little do you know, they'll probably kill to be in your position and they want kids yeah. and they probably can't even have kids. Damn, like, you know how much man I know that can't have kids? Like, but you're like, not really respecting your blessings and not looking at, not not appreciating your blessings because you want to be blessed in another way, in another avenue. Ah, <laughs> oh, bro, I just, when I, when I, re- when I realised what time it was, fam, I had to do a lot of repenting, bro. Man's lucky he didn't take out my kids for that, bro. Like, I really was shirking fatherhood at one stage, bro. Like, like not on it, bro. Like, didn't really want to do it. Was more fixated in being a frigging bachelor and just focused on the music game, bro. Oh, mate. The, so far off the, the the checkpoint I could have possibly been so far off and uh, memory lane changed my perspective on that bro so to, to answer your question memory lane after I wrote everything down and I sprayed it in the booth I was like yo bro you've done a lot you've done a lot and you're still out here you're still here still here give thanks you're still here like why are you downplaying your own achievements fix up so i i don't do that no more from and now i appreciate my journey as much as i can and memory lane is is a credit to that that changed my whole my whole vibe bro so when they hear that one hopefully they can they can feel like me as well and i get i get youtube comments all the time underdog this underrated oh e- uh, 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 uh. bro that them spells that man are putting on my thing needs to stop yeah, it's a spell because you can spell it. So it needs to stop. I don't want no more, no more underrating, uh, underdog. I don't want none of that dialogue on my thing again because I'm not an underdog and I'm not underrated. I'm rated. Everyone who knows me rates me. So how can I be underrated when everyone who knows me rates me? You know what I mean? And I believe that I've gave them that energy to 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 roll with that narrative, Frank, because I've always been downplaying my own thing when I shouldn't have been downplaying my thing at all, bro because I'm doing stuff. And the fact that I've left my work to do music and music, uh, I got to the level where music was paying me, bro, you've already made it, fam. Yeah. Why, are you lo- why are you looking at it like you're not there? Bro, you've made it, fam. You wake up when you want, you've made it, but you're not looking at it like that. You're looking at it like, oh, because I don't have a hundred thousand pound in my bank account or a million pound in my bank account, and they do. And I don't necessarily think that they're like better than me. I feel like I could go toe to toe with them. I'm downplaying my thing now. No, fam. Like everyone has their moment. Everyone has their time. God don't sleep, bro. You know what I mean? So no. you don't sleep, fam. We sleep, but he don't sleep, fam. So we can see everything, fam. What you want? A dummy? Where is it? Oh, checking that. Checking that top one. Top one. In the corner. There he is. You should wait now. Oh. Fatherhood never rests. No, it don't end. Bro. It doesn't <laughs> end. And, and and that's another thing I was thinking to myself. Yo, give yourself a pat on the back, Dappy. You've got three kids and you're still you're still out here trying to not even trying to. You're still out here being consistent as possible, bro. You're out here working harder than man with no kids, bro. So give yourself a pat on the back, fam. You deserve it, mate. Stop downplaying your thing. Let's down. Let's let's upplay it. You know what I mean? No, no more downplaying. Let's upplay, bro. You got yeah, three kids, three kids, fam. That I am very, very active with, fam. They know their dad. I am active in their life, fam. Huge say, commander of their life, bro. And I'm still out here being that cinema. I'm still out here throwing out tunes, putting out tunes, putting out projects, little two track EPs here and there, little tracks that you can just have. Just I'm generous. Just have it. Just have it. You know what I mean? And then album. What? Nah, man. I'm giving myself a pat on the back for once. Rather than downplaying it, you see that energy? I reversed it, bro. And I'm giving myself a pat on the back now. 
ratings, but big up yourself, big up your chest because you're still out here doing this thing and you've got a lot of commitments, bro, and you're still managing to cater for the commitments and cater for cater for your career. You know what I mean? Like, as I said, bro, earlier on in this conversation with today, bro, I had a little breakdown, bro, like it, it all got to me a bit. You know what I mean? As as sometimes it does, and some and the majority of the time I can deal with it, but today it was just a bit a bit too much, like so close to the album and uh, a venue in London that I was trying to do my listening party with let me down. And it was it was seeming a bit too much, bro, and it, it was getting to me, bro. And I have some sometimes I have bad days, but when I remember myself, like I'm remembering myself now, nah man, give yourself a pat on the back, bro. Snap out of that daffy, man. Rate yourself, man. Because you're doing fine, bro. You're doing fine. Okay, you're not moving as fast as my man over there or my man over there. But does he have what you have? Yeah, you might want what he has, but he wants what you have, fam. Don't watch that, man. Just keep going true, bro. Keep going true. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro, that's that's where I am, bro. Sorry for ranting on a little bit, fam. But no, man, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's such an important message um, for, for all of our listeners, especially the fathers out there. Yeah. I know a lot of uh, our... Our listeners kind of they they listen to us because we're talking about that the hustle we're trying to do as, yeah. as you know fathers, creators, business owners, but still wanting to oh, be man. present in our children's lives and do the same and, thing, man. You know, uh, and, I, and I see that as well. So in, in my work as as a coach, I, I work with clients and they come in after about six sessions and they've you know they've achieved something really fantastic. And they don't even give themselves the chance to say well done to themselves. They're just like, I now mm. want to do this. And like, hang on a minute, man. Mm. You know, you came to me like six sessions ago. You thought this was impossible. And now you've achieved it. You're just like going to brush it off. <laughs> you talked about being the the commander, the the pilot of of the of the plane of of the you know your family. Um, is that the inspiration behind the the album's title, Landed? Because mm-hmm. I feel like. I embrace now. I embrace all my commitments. I, I embrace all my responsibilities. I understand like that's an amount's role. Although some days I some days I find it hard, some days I struggle. I understand his role and I understand that. Alright, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of Arsenal, I'm a fan of the Arsenal players. So let me just pick one then. Saka, yeah. I'm watching Saka every week, week in, week out, and I expect Saka to deliver. I expect him to take man on. I expect him to get an assist. I expect him to get a goal every single week, bro. And if he doesn't, after a while, I will start to question him. After a while, I'll probably give him about two to three games because he's got a lot of credit in the bank. You know what I mean? Like he's done so well over the time that he's got credit. I'll give him a bit of a chance. But after a while, bro, I'll be like, yo, what about the second, man? I need to put Smith Rowe on instead then, or I need to put Marquini or something. But like, what? I don't understand. Like, how come Saka's not performing? I'm not here for no excuses. As an Arsenal fan, I don't want no excuses of Saka. Unless you've broken something. I don't care about the argument that you had with your girlfriend. I don't care about that dispute that you had with your mom. I don't care that you turned up to training late. In fact, no, I do care that you turned up to training late. Because I'm a fan and I've realised that Daps on the Map has fans like that who want Daps to deliver. Daps on the Map. Daniel has fans like that. There is kids and his partner who expect him to deliver. No excuses. I want to hear no rubbish. I'm jumping on this plane. Take me to my destination. Yeah, we might be going through a bit of turbulence and we might see some clear skies and we might see some rain, some grey clouds, but take me to my destination, no excuses. Now, I mean, my son expects me to take him to school every morning without fail, no excuses. My daughter wants something, or if my son wants something, my son needs football boots or my daughter needs, uh, she needs to go somewhere for it, she do acting, she needs to go somewhere, they expect me to do it, no excuses. I am the pilot. And landed is me accepting and embracing my responsibilities and understanding that, yeah, I'm the pilot of the ship. It's time to land. You know what I mean? Like, we've, we've been in the clouds. You've been living in the clouds for ages, bro. Living in the clouds for ages. Hiding behind your responsibilities. Now it's time to land, bro. And that's what landed is. 
in a in a as clear as I can put it. Yeah, that's what landed is. Awesome, and I'm really looking forward to to hearing it all when it comes out. So landed is out on the 28th mm-hmm. of October, and I yes, wish sir. you all the success with with that. Thank, Thank you so man. much for joining us today. Thank Daps you, bro. On the map. Wicked, bro. Serious, serious conversation. Um, I'm happy to be a part of the uh, Dope Black Dads community, bro. And yeah, man. Salute to you, bro. You're doing a you're doing a wonderful thing over there, bro. So salute to you, my bro. Thank you very much. Dope, Dope Black Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.